This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Maybe those bussy lips are a little too sensitive. Want to blow your mind here, Euban, on a on a on a smoky Sunday morning. It has to be some of the snacks that were out because I don't know how these people are getting the munchies and just what are they just eating carrots? What the fuck is going on? Because I can't do it. I see Rice Krispie treats and I'm like, mm-hmm, that's going down. Film that was never created called Shazam with Sinbad. Uh, people think that they saw a movie from the '90s called Shazam with Sinbad, which was actually Kazam with Shaq. And yes. people say, no, no, I actually saw it. I saw it. I saw it. And everybody's like, no, I don't care what you say. I don't care. I saw it. It was a movie I saw. We had the VHS. My mom rented it. Saw it six times. I think your butthole lips are just a little bit more sensitive. I had the worst uh, movement I've ever had in my life. And my wife comes into the bathroom and she's like, oh, my God. It smells like you shit vomit. <laughs> In the realm of beard loss, a trio strong and true. You've been branded in beard loss with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beard loss, the sage of face of grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the gesture in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseed. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, a culinary Welcome dream. Welcome back. Episode 218 of the Beard Loss Podcast. Super excited to uh, the voice you're hearing. That's me. That's Matt. It's Beard Laws joining me as always. You've been whacking off. Where's he whacking off? Who's he whacking off? When's he been whacking off? How many times has he whacked off? All of the whacking off. His real name apparently is Brandon. So we got Brandon squared. The other Brandon, Brandon J. McDermott. What's up, fellas? Not too much. How's it going? Oh, it's fantastic. We were talking a little bit backstage and don't want to talk about it a lot, not because I don't want to, but you've uh, and myself. We got asked by Copper Johns to MC a live event last night. And anybody that's listened to Triple T or the Beard Laws podcast, we're adults. And sometimes we say adult words. Every once in a while, we drop an F-bomb or shit or ass. or uh, I, Somebody told me that you're allowed to say ass because it's in the Bible. Uh, I don't know how true that is. Uh, I haven't read it or um, been to a place that uh, does it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe them. But we made it over two hours without swearing. And we did have a rule. Every time we swore, we were going to go ahead and put 25 cents into a donation because they were raising money for a really good cause called I Got Your 622, I Got Your 622.org. And what they do is they pair service dogs 
with first responders and military um, people that need the help, need a dog. Um, I think it's like $1,500 for a dog. And last night they were able to raise more than that. So somebody can, has the ability to get a service dog. So if you know anybody in the Utah area or maybe it's even the nation, I can't exactly remember, but you can go to igotyour622.org and you can uh, fill out, you can donate, you can volunteer. They actually brought a dude that uh, had one of the service dogs who happened to have a great beard. And uh, I was just really cool to see how much that dog really does help him. So it's a, it's a good thing. And uh, it's, it's one of those things it started because this, the guy that started at Brian uh, ex-military and everything like that. And he, as Tyson said, so I guess it's, you can say it over there. He tried to undead himself, I think is how he referred to. And from that moment, he was like, wow, something has to change. So thankfully he got the help. And he continues to help other first responders and military people. And it's a, such a good cause. So super excited. Thank you, Tyson. I know you're probably not going to watch or listen to this, uh, especially not with the family because we do say some adult <laughs> stuff. But uh, thanks for letting us do it. It was a cool experience. And obviously, thanks, Eubin, for, uh, for for staying up late on a Saturday. I thought it was Friday the whole time. Yeah, no, it was it was a good time. It was uh, There were some pretty good-looking beards there, uh, even with the uh, the kids' competition. It was nice seeing the different types between, you know, having Lego or the one with the walker and everything. Uh, yep. Now, did I think that I could last a whole two hours without saying at least one curse word? No. I was super proud of myself. We kept making little mile markers. We we're like, hey, it's been 30 minutes, man. It's been an hour. Right? What, what's going on? Uh, I didn't realize that Tyson does have a terrible perception of time. I will say that because he would be talking to us. He's hey guys, you know, we're getting ready to start here in like 30 seconds. So, you know, I'm really excited that you guys are here. You know, uh, sooner or later we'll start in like five minutes. Can't thank you enough. I'll see you in 10. And we're just like, what is it? What, when, when are you going to be back here? 45 minutes later, he's like, you guys ready to start? We're like, oh yeah, <laughs> we're ready, buddy. Yeah, whenever you are. And he's like, yeah, you know, that only took about a couple minutes. And I'm like, just, just a few. Just a few. <laughs> yep. And these people are, I think, are so used to it. Beard competitions, it's kind of the same questions like, what do you use for beard products? How long you been growing your beard? And then you have me and Yubin that are like, how many push-ups do you think you can do? What's the weirdest thing in your fridge? Do you think you can beat Tyson in an arm wrestling contest? All this random stuff. And it was kind of cool. There was, you know, I don't know how many people, but there was kind of like a live audience. There was people there that could hear us, and we were getting a lot of laughs and stuff. So hopefully it was a pretty good event. Uh, well, it was a good event. They raised enough for there. And because Eubin and myself are who we are, we decided live to put Logan on the spot from Dad Bod and Beards and the SWFFL um, football podcast uh to say to put a number on what it would take for him to cut his jeans into daisy dukes and he said fifteen hundred dollars and we beat it so logan now has to rock a pair of daisy dukes thanks to us so get it boy so good for you boys in uh helping out that's awesome yeah i mean something like that And, and let's be honest if tyson ever tyson's like one of if not the nicest person that i've ever met and if he is ever like i really need your help it's hard for me to say no i think it's equivalent if somebody goes to church and the church dude's like i really need your help son can you put some money in this thing that we pass around i feel like i'd be obligated to be like i got you dog and put some money in there but so i guess tyson is the church dude pasture what is that what they're called pastures past pastor 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 Pasture is where you put cows. Pasture. Right. I'm really good at saying words. So is there a lot of is there a lot of dairy uh, dairy cows up in uh, upper uh, outstate New York? Lot. 
Lots. I thought yeah. so. I thought so. Lots. Yeah. Pasteurized milk. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, shout out to you boys for helping out with that. That's great. Always a good way to, to give back, even if you're remote. I mean, it's volunteerism is important, helping your community, helping folks around. Whether your community is your town or your community is the beard community, it's, it's great to help out. Mm-hmm. I do want to point out the fact that uh, Eubin's shirt, it looks like there's a Ritz cracker on it, and I'm just so fucking hungry right now. <laughs> I thought it was a cookie. I kept looking down, and I was like, oh. is, is he, did he forget a cookie there? My, my dragon ball. No, I was looking though. I saw, you know, like those little breadsticks with the cheese that you you get for like little kids or whatever. It's yeah. uh, the dipsticks. Yeah. Like little dipsticks. Like sometimes they have pretzels or whatever. Uh, yeah. I saw one of those over there and I was like, <sighs> but it was my fat ass ate it yesterday. Apparently. Uh, usually I, I, you know, don't make eye, tongue, eye contact with me when I'm eating one of these things. Cause I'm going to stick my tongue in the cheese thing and I'm going to get every bit of that cheese out. Apparently this time I didn't. And so I saw a little bit of that orange. I'm like, <gasps> Is there a snack in here? Can I eat this during this podcast without them noticing? Empty. Hope so. Uh, sorry that happened to you. Maybe I'll door dash you. We also had the idea that we were going to start door dashing Logan Sprites at the event <laughs> to see if he would chug them in front of people. <laughs> but we decided we should probably back off a little bit. And towards the end of it, we were uh, we were a little loosey-goosey, and thankfully we still held it together, and Tyson did most of the talking. I think he teared up a little bit, which is just a, just a sign of how good of a guy he is and how it meant so much to him. But uh, but you did mention that Tyson has a terrible um, time management or whatever. I was reading something the other day, and apparently there's all these experts, which I'm not really sure what an expert is, but they're saying that time doesn't actually exist. Have you heard all this shit yet? It's like all over the news that time doesn't exist. And uh, I had a link. I'm just going to bring this up. But apparently it's something like all these physicists and all these people are, are, are saying that it's it's um, it doesn't like exist at any level. It's just this. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, well, there, I don't know. There's all these scientific. Work. Well, I'll get your initial thoughts on that and I'll find the article because it's it was a concept that doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. I uh not gonna lie, I violently ripped this pin before we started filming. <laughs> and what you're doing is you're going down a dangerous path. Okay. This mm-hmm. is you're gonna you're gonna get me tripping very hardcore. And you're gonna you're I, I already felt my chest just like time's not real. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, what is real? <laughs> What's going on? No. Um that's I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Don't don't look it up. <laughs> don't share that with me. I'll be back oh. whenever you're done. Okay, fair enough. We're not going to go there. We're going to go there. Uh, so apparently Uh-oh. time, <laughs> it's relative, but not absolute. That's what that's what they defined it as. Well, I mean, <clears throat> listen, you get start talking about uh, quantum physics and stuff, and you'll lose the fat man. All right? I'm just like, <laughs> but, uh, you know, in, in putting it that way, it's relative. Yeah, I mean, because I can tell you 20 years ago, I definitely feel a lot different than I did then. Yeah. Um, now, did we as humans put try to measure what we what we perceive as time? Yes, of course we did. You know, we watched the sun, we watched the moon, we watched the stars move as the the days shifted, the stars shift as the days moved, whatever. Um, so we wanted to craft and put a definition on it at some point, right? At a very elementary level, I guess. But I mean, yeah, the smart people can say. That we've been here for 750, what was it, 6 billion years. And, you know, humans have only been around for 100,000 years or so, give or take. 
Um, none of that matters to me. You know what matters to me is is if I buy a pizza and I leave it out overnight, it's going to be hard and crunchy. Mm-hmm. That's my perception of time. So, but what I'm getting at is is you. We know that we're going to be unalived at some point. We're not going to be here forever. It's true. And so you have to make the most of. I'm trying not to use the word time in my in my time in my, in my uh, definition here, but it's, I mean, it, got, it's, you, it's fun to talk about that stuff. Yeah, and you have guys like Hugh Hefner. I mean, he didn't have a single clock in his house. Yeah, um, you know, obviously he was who he was, but a lot there was like no a lot of not natural light. Like he just kind of lived in his own world. I mean, guys like that, and the, and we were talking a little bit about comedy and s- some stuff like that before. Like a lot of people that are comedians, a lot of people that are actors, a lot of stuff they don't have time in that aspect because they don't need to really know what day of the week it is. They don't need to, you know, like I was uh, listening to something with Sal Volcano and Chris D and they were talking they're like, wait, wait, what, I, 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 what day is it? And they're like, well, it's Monday. Oh, oh yeah. I guess I do know it's that. Cause that's our record day. But he goes, I was in the airport and I asked somebody, I was like, Hey, what day is it? And they're like, you don't know what day it is. He's like, no, I, that's why I'm asking you what day it is. And they're like, and just kind of this whole thing of uh, how it's different for us, you know, that have our day jobs, our Monday through Fridays, and people from, you know, that that just kind of are living that life. They're like, oh, it doesn't really matter. I just know I need to show up to this place on Sunday, and it doesn't, you know, really have to be this time and all that stuff. I just thought it was interesting. I'm not trying to fry your brain or anything because it's probably already on its way there. But there's a lot of cogwheels spinning right now. I don't know if you guys saw the smoke coming out of my ears, but I was just thinking about like how. Yeah, like you base your life just based off of not only your career, but just certain things that are planned at certain times. Like you're like, hey, I get to have fun, but usually it has to be on the weekend. Like you're just waiting for a certain time. And then if the weather is bad during that specific time, you're fucked. I don't know. Too many cogwheels. I don't like this. What's uh, <clears throat> bacon sounds good. I like bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a turkey club last food. week. Turkey Club, big fan. That guy last night, he he instantly cut out mustard. Like he asked, "What what condiment can you live without the rest?" He couldn't even get it out of the the his mouth, and was like mustard. Like even the spicy yeah. brown, yeah, all mustard's got to go. See, I don't. I just I don't get folks who uh, flavor is different, taste is different, but I just don't get folks who just uh, will just say I don't like this one thing, no matter what it is. I've tried brown mustard, I've tried yellow mustard, and I don't like it, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. There are ingredients I don't like for some reason that just don't sit right with me. I'm not a fan of watermelon or anything from the melon family. So I, I kind of understand it a little bit. Um, I don't like capers. Have you guys had capers? Very, str- very strong flavor, very like vinegar-based flavor, but it's not like pickles vinegar. It's like a, it's just a weird overpowering flavor. People use too much of it, and so it just... Like I've I've seen it in like salmon dishes and in fish dishes mostly, but it's just a, it's just too much. It's too strong and pungent and powerful. But mustard, my dude, mustard is delicious. It's great. And and I wanted to be like, so you don't like barbecue food because almost every single barbecue uses like a mustard as a bind or in a barbecue sauce. Like mustard is so universal. I don't know. I don't understand. How I can hate it. I don't. That's just it, blasphemy. What's great about uh, condiments specifically is, yes, um, <laughs> got some condiments. No, I wouldn't suggest putting that on. Um, <laughs> is uh, that. the great thing about them is that you can mix and bind them together. 
barbecue sauce and mustard together makes the most delicious like Carolina based sauce that you'll mm-hmm. ever have in your life. This Carolina gold, basically. Um, I'm not a fan of ketchup, but if you mix ketchup with other things, you get stuff like barbecue sauce, right? Hell yeah. Thousand Island dressing. I mean, there's just so many different condiments that are out there that are just a, a mixture and a combination of other things that are just terrific. I love it. Did you know the Thousand Islands dressing was something that was created up in my area because we are the Thousand Islands area. And there was a entrepreneur who owned a bunch of stuff, started hotels. And actually, I think it's the guy that uh, I can't remember. It's been, a, it's been a while, but I think it's the guy that did the Bolt Castle, who built this whole castle on Hart Island for his wife, had this whole castle being built. Wife passed away, and then he just walked away from the whole island. So the Bridge and Port Authority actually bought it, and now you can take a boat. They've been restoring it. It's a really cool thing. Like, if you guys ever end up coming up this way to visit, that's like one, when people come up here, they're like, what do you need to do? You got to go to Bolt Castle. Like, it's a day. It's a cool thing. You get to get on the river, get on a boat, walk on a castle on an island, and it is gorgeous. And uh, Thousand Islands was up this way. It was him That's or something awesome. else that we covered in the in, in the Yorktown. But um, we were talking about fruit. Have you ever heard of star fruit? It's, also, mm-hmm. it's really called a carambola, I think. The oldest brought one home and like, you have to try this. It tastes like grapes. And I was like, so why don't you get grapes? Well, it's, um, it's, it's di- I was like, just get a grape then. I don't like grapes. Why am I going to like this? You got to try it. And it's like, cool, we're trying to be healthy. Cool. I take a bite. It, it's just, it tastes like you were to go out into a forest or something and just grab something off a goddamn thing, not wash it, just eat it. And it still like has roots and dirt. And you're just like, yeah, this is, this is great. Being healthy is fantastic. And so goddamn expensive. Yeah. Why is it Star so for- expensive to be healthy? Yeah, for sure. Starfruit's got a weird aftertaste to it. I'm not a fan of it. It's uh, and I'm I'm with you there. Yeah. It's one of those things where you try it once, like uh, passion fruit. What's that one that's like the white fruit with the black seeds in it? Oh god. Oh shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna leave that one be. I'm while you're while you're looking that up. Wasn't a name back in the day mints? Wasn't that like a popular name like for females? I was just thinking if somebody was, if you dated a mints back in the day and you're like, got them condiments and you're just like, oh shit, they're getting ready to not make a baby, but they're going to have some fun. And maybe that's how it started. It was mints, husband that went and got some probably sheepskin condoms. I was like, got them condiments. You got the, let's call that ketchup and mustard. They're condiments. I wonder how that came around. Sorry. Dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. Every time that I always think about like how names are invented, I always circle back, pun intended here, to, uh, to Lazy Susan and just thinking about <laughs> the guy that invented that and was just like, this lazy bitch, I can't stand here. I'm going to invent something. You know, I'm gonna do this. And they're like, wow, this is a great invention. What, what are you going to call it? A lazy Susan. You know what I mean? And she's sitting there and I was like, you son of a bitch. Just you motherfucker. Every time it just warms my heart knowing that that guy got the last laugh and now everyone would just calls it a lazy Susan. We got to bring them back. We got to bring them back. I have four in my house. Four. So if you guys don't have any, I'm, I'm keeping the average up for you guys. I'm one. Since we're talking fruits, have you guys seen the like non GMO bananas? No, like bananas naturally have these big seeds in them. These like, you know, how like banana has like little seeds and you can eat the whole thing and there's no problem, whatever. Mm-hmm. Banana, like, let me send you a picture. It it looks really weird. It, oh, God damn it. 
<laughs> Probably should send the right thing. The banana says, let me give you my Although the, the wrong thing could end up being pretty funny. You sent, you sent me a link that says large seed, and I don't know where to go. <laughs> but yeah, these bananas have these like really huge seeds in them, and you obviously can't eat them. I'm guessing they would hurt your teeth. But it's kind of off-putting. You look at it and you're like, Ugh. oh. Right, like got... White fruit gets black seed, and that is not what popped up whenever I looked. What is this? Oh, gee, I would think that was mold. Yeah. And you can Google other versions of it, too. Like, there's a bunch of different. But natural, um, wild-grown bananas look like that. You say banana. I say banana. Okay. Banana. Interesting. No, you Isn't mentioned uh, watermelon being gross, and I 100% support your decision with that. Uh, I think mine is mainly just it's a texture thing. It's like, ooh, you guys want some cotton candy water? That's what this is. It's just a little <laughs> chunky water. Just want to eat it? I'm like, no. Yeah. It's just, no, I don't. It's not good. I, the the texture just makes it like touching wet food in a sink. No, thank you. <laughs> Holy shit. I, so I, I was looking that up because I was really curious if – about the name Mints, which was a really popular name. There was thousands of them in the U.S., uh, according to a census in 2010. But condiments has been around since ancient times in Greece, Rome, China, and India. The word condiment comes from the Latin words condimento, which means spice seasoning or sauce, and con condire, condire, C-O-N-D-I-R-E, which means to preserve, pickle, or season. Educational show. We just we learn something go. every single week. Mustard has been around since 300 B.C. How can you hate it? Yeah, it was used by ancient Sumerians in 300 B.C. Who invented the spicy brown? Honestly, because if there's a statue that <laughs> needs to be erected. Uh, a French chef made mayonnaise in 1756. Ooh, I don't like mayonnaise anymore. The French. <laughs> oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> see what we uh ketchup and mayonnaise combo though mm, talking about mixing two of them together that is just top tier it's a beautiful thing it's and a little bit of relish uh, the brown mustard there, plant originated in the himalayas did you know that i did not know that brown mustard is the base for most american and european mustards it's also the mustard served in chinese restaurants in america brown mustard has a strong flavor Stronger than the white mustard. You know, um, I'm going to hijack this. I'm sorry. But you brought up Sumeria and Sumerians. You know, we have uh, we talk about history and what we know about recorded history. And uh, I'm not going to be exact on the number, but humans have been around. Yes, exactly. 69 years ago. Was, no, um, <laughs> humans have been around for give or take about 100,000 years. And that we know of in our current Homo sapien form. Um Recorded history that we know of civilizations only goes back to uh, Sumer or Sumer or the Sumerians, mm -hmm. which is about 3,100 years ago. Before that, of course, people existed, but we don't have any any um, information on them. We haven't found any details about them or anything like that. Isn't what my point being is? Want to blow your mind here, Euban, on a no. on a no. on a smoky Sunday morning? Isn't that crazy to think that it only goes back about 3,100 years? B.C., 3,100 years B.C., so about 5,000 years ago, is all we have for recorded history. In 100,000 years for humans, 6 billion years for the universe. That's because time doesn't exist. <laughs> Just Tommy Wawingy. 
I just my all you all, all I picture is Yubin's brain saying something like he just can't get over BC. I feel like there's funny acronyms running through his brain the minute that you said BC, and I just feel like he's stuck on that. Maybe I'm no, wrong. I, no, it's 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 just the time situation again, and then you just think about all these other things, just like you know, again, how old the Earth is, and just in relative how small we are compared to the entire universe, and it's just again a dark, deep path of just realizing how truly insignificant you are. And I'm gonna hit my pen one more time. This is just this is too deep. Cause I'm in too deep, and I'm trying. <laughs> There's your karaoke for that. That's that's three in a row. Let's start charging now, you folks. I just want to I want to clarify that it's what we know of civilizations, not that we haven't found, you know, nomadic tribes with beads and things like that that mm-hmm. that predate that. It's that we haven't found an actual civilization of 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 an actual like settled place. True. That is true. That is crazy. I don't know. It's just and honestly what gets me now is the fact of I mean, let me see if I can go down deep your guys' uh, little mind holes here. Uh, ooh, what makes me nervous out of my is the hole. fact that ooh. you can come into my mind hole anytime you want. Oh you. my god! I just got two forms of consent from the, each of you. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, the fact that everything is going digital, okay, it makes you think that if society were to collapse or uh, something significant were to happen to where um, catastrophic, you know, something. Uh, Everything, you know, say if the internet gets turned off, you know, something like you're, you're losing a lot of everything that we're keeping is digital now. I fear like what's going to happen when all these, you know, books and everything else, because we're just, we're printing less, we're doing all this stuff, ceases to exist whenever something bad happens. You know, well, I'll, I'll tell you this. We're so far, people don't think about this, on the surface of the earth in 100, 200 years, if our civilization were to end, it would all be decayed and things would be gone and stuff like that. But we have so much buried underneath the ground. Like you guys have played fallout or at least heard of fallout, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. That's already that, like, that stuff would exist and, and, and last for a lot longer. So we could at least not flourish or, or but people would find it and be like, what the hell is this? And understand it a little a, way more than paintings on a cave. Thousands of years later is what I'm yeah. getting at. Right. So um, if some like alien species landed on Earth after we're long gone and found stuff deep in the Earth and they could potentially find and understand exactly what had happened a little more to your point, I think, is kind of where you're getting at you. But right. With the digital stuff, because I know for sure we've got stuff underground in salt mines that's miles underneath the Earth. Yeah. So we anyway. also have cheese caves. Where the aliens come over and they start seeing the cheese caves. I'm gonna circle back again, you know, eighteen episodes. You think they're not there already? Wait a minute, there's cheese caves? Oh, oh yes. you don't know. Uh in the in the state just south of you. So uh you Kansas know. has cheese caves? Oh, you're in Kansas. Oh, sorry. I forgot you were in Iowa. I thought you were in Iowa. I forgot you moved. That's right. Uh Missouri uh has some cheese caves down in I wanna say just towards Joplin, Branson, Springfield area. So there was mm-hmm. there were some cheese caves. So thousands uh, of pounds of American cheese are in these uh, in these caves too. They were lime, limestone mines, I believe, that they converted into these cheese caves. There might right? be some in Kansas. There could be. Yeah. But I know there was a lot in Missouri, and I was like, huh. We ever need. And it started in the eighties when... when they were doing this. That's some top government queso. 
hiding them. Imagine, yeah, imagine the cheese they're not telling. It's funny that you're, you were throwing all this stuff back because on the day that this recording comes out, it's actually National Letter Writing Day. So make sure you guys all write a letter and then scan it and email it to matt at beardlaws.com and we'll share your letters because I'm not giving you my my address. I can give you the studio address if you really want, but email me to get it. And um, I think it's the start of Hanukkah. So happy, happy Hanukkah, everybody. My math might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the seventh is Hanukkah. I don't know, though. We're going to go with it. I'm pretty sure. It's also national. It is National Cotton Candy Day, though. National Illinois Day. I just brought it back up. And it's National Joy Day. National Rena Day. Yeah. And National Judith Day. So shout out to the Judas, the Renas, and Cotton Candy, Illinois, Hanukkah, and um, yeah, Flag of India Day as well. So hopefully you all are enjoying that December 7th. Wild. Uh, we were talking about old stuff and stuff underground. Did you guys hear the story? And I don't know why it kept popping up on all my news, but they found skeletal remains in Florida in a in a in a lake that was like the lake's apparently up to like two hundred feet deep or something like that. And they kept saying that it could be historically significant. Every article that you find about this, it just says historically significant so my initial thought is probably because they're really old bones but apparently the this husband and wife were diving in this lake really small lake and you know they're they're usually finding you know this or garbage or whatever and she thought it was a motorcycle helmet picked it up and it was a skull and then they were finding vertebrae they were finding legs arm all these other bones so obviously they get the cops in and all this stuff and if that's not crazy enough (laughs) The article goes on to say that the police then had to surround the lake with rifles because there are a ton of eight-foot alligators that live in this lake. So you have this husband and wife that are diving the lake, and all these residents are like, we would never swim in this lake because there's so many alligators. And these people are recreational diving in there, and then the cops had to protect the divers to go get the stuff out because there were so many alligators in this goddamn pond. Lake, sorry. But, yeah, it was. Uh, they, they actually searched 200 feet below the surface to get to the bottom of this lake and uh, get as much of the remains and, and, and stuff. Uh, I mean, so so when you guys hear historical, fine, like, what, are you guys kind of on the same page as me? Like, it, it's probably historical because it's super old? I'm thinking, or is it like Jimmy Hoffa? Or is, like, or is it like, what is it, somebody... It's deep down in there with the gators. Isn't somebody celebrity-wise? Yeah, you never know, right? I mean, I'm intrigued, and I think a lot of folks will be reading this and hearing this. Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be something like some Jimmy Hoffa stuff. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be that'd be wild. But yeah, no, nobody's really talking. It happened two days ago again in in Florida. But and, and it could be just one of these things that maybe when they were doing a press conference and the sheriff person was just like, "It's going to be a historical." significant find and now the internet is just like every single article put the headlines obviously historical historically significant so i'm like okay you guys better find some shit i don't mean to again hijack the conversation but since we're kind of going along that we talked about time a little bit in this yes time here i've gone down the rabbit hole and my algorithm on facebook is completely fucked because i read a lot of comments on stupid posts that have to do with uh, the Mandela effect, which I'm sure you've heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, of course. 
um, specifically with the film that was never created called Shazam with Sinbad. Uh, people think that they saw a movie from the 90s called Shazam with Sinbad, which was actually Kazam with Shaq. And yes. people say, no, no, I actually saw it. I saw it. I saw it. And everybody's like, no, I don't care what you say. I don't care. I saw it. It was a movie I saw. We had the VHS. My mom rented it. Saw it six times. That's that's the that's the evidence that people have for it. Now, I, of course, being a forward-thinking person, realize that they're uh, full of shit, and uh, that's not how it happened. And we just re- misremember things and, and, and get into groupthink so easily when we find other people that think things, we, we attach ourselves to that. Um, another one, we've talked about this before on the show, Matt, I mean, going back probably a year or so, uh, Berenstein Bears. We remember to, uh, how it was spelled. Of course, it's not spelled Berenstein, it's, Bear, it's Berenstein. And there's other um, forms of the Mandela effect. But anyway, my point is, is people can't even remember shit from 25 years ago um, and are just so enamored with thinking that we're in a, what are they called? What is the term they use in a glitch or in the matrix or in, uh, you know, we've, we're the CD is skipped and now we're on, or the, the record is skipped and we're on another part of the, I don't know, whatever they think is, is going on. It makes me smile. But for some reason, Facebook knows that I read those comments. And so they send me the same, like not posts, but post that has to do with the same stuff. People posting the same stuff about Sinbad, which I'm, I'm guessing is still saying he's still staying relevant all these years later. Good for him. And it's funny because if you do Google Shazam, you can actually buy the VHS. <laughs> and there's so many people that are holding on to it. And, and I do love it's like for display purposes only. This is not the and it's just it's just funny that people are making money off that as well. And, and like you said, Facebook listens to everything. I mean, uh, you've been and myself were talking about something last night. The wife was in the studio. We get out of the studio. She's checking Facebook or whatever. And she goes, isn't it creepy? We, you guys just talked about it. And then she had an ad that was something that we were just talking about, some kind of food or something, whatever we were. And it was an ad right there for it. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how the world works. And just like the, the CIA and shit are, are listening on your smart TVs. I mean, it's the world you live in. You, you add this technology. They're going to use it a- for to save i mean it's not like i have to imagine there's a bunch of perverts that are just trying to listen to random conversations because they're bored at work they're not all trained like us but i i gotta tell you guys i i a couple a couple small notes here um when i okay so if we as americans not to get i never get political but if we as americans put up with all the stuff that happened after 9-11 with the patriot act and the NSA tapping our phones, which is well, I mean, this isn't a conspiracy. It's been, it's well documented by NPR and by uh, PBS and by other outlets, the New York Times and Washington Post, et cetera, uh, that we know about and in congressional stuff that we know about. Um, if We should have no problem with, and I say this tongue in cheek, with the fact that our phones and our TVs and our smart devices listen into what we're doing. Um, it, it's, it's widely known. It's no longer a joke. We know that to be true. A professor once said to me in class, into to our class, not just to me, he says that's the, and I don't agree with this, but he said that's the trade-off. We trade off our freedoms for the convenience that this technology brings us. And I like, well, I push back on that a little bit, but that that's that's the thought from at least one one side of the coin, or maybe there's more than two sides to a coin, but but that you know this technology is giving us everything, uh, information at our fingertips, the ability to. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Purchase a hot dog from three miles away and have it delivered to my house in seven seconds. Well, not that fast, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I can purchase all my Christmas gifts and have them delivered right to my house in the middle of nowhere from China or Taiwan or Japan or Albuquerque. So, um, Mexico. yeah, I mean, I, it, it's, it's interesting, but I think at this point we should realize and know to your point, Matt, that our devices are listening to us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, and I'm loving watching the wheels turn in Yubin's brain as we talk about this and the eyes potentially should get a little lower. They're getting a little wider, but it was something that stands out because we were talking before we pressed live and one of his kids had one of the greatest quotes ever. Go touch some grass. You know what I yes. mean? We were talking because our kids were screaming at each other, not mad, playing a game, excited, but talking to each other on devices, playing games. And it's like, man, we got all these, you know, and, and even a buddy of mine who's a coach, uh, coaches basketball and just can't believe the lack of people that want to play sports, that want to, you know, be active and do this. And it's just it, it, it's a weird time to be alive. Like we were talking how. Uh, like everything cycles, fashion, haircuts, clothing, and how it seems like the 70s and 80s are, are coming back hard with the feathered hair, the mustaches and all this stuff. I mean, at least where I am, I have to imagine it's every, just about everywhere where it's coming back. But I was like, yeah, it's cool and all. But, man, you look at the 70s, there wasn't like any fat people. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of us out there. And I can say that I'm a, I'm not uh, the skinniest. I'm not the fattest. But there's there was a lot more. You see all these pictures of like Woodstock. And all this stuff and the feathered hair and this. So you have people rocking that that are huge. You know what I mean? It's like, what was it? So I was like, you know what? I think we we need to, you know, make smoking more sociably acceptable again. That's gonna that's gonna it's gonna make the appetite a little bit. But you know, one of the kids was asking, like like seriously, why were why was everybody so much skinnier back then? And I was like, Well, I don't know this, but I would think they're not sitting on their ass as much. There was a lot more hard labor jobs. Um, less technology, uh, less junk food, I would have to imagine. I don't know. Again, I didn't grow up in that time, but a couple of things. And I know Brandon's like, I mean, let me in. No, no, no. I just no, want to no. say, I think you said something that's great that we all should understand and get behind and, and realize when we're talking about things is sometimes it's okay to say, I don't know this. I don't know yeah. all the answers, but there are, there are definitely lots of contributing factors. The fact that I spend a lot of my time, and not just me, but a lot of people in, in the world, in front of a desk, in front of a computer, um, playing video games, working, um, watching a TV. Um, we as we, the, the family structure has changed in, in the world, in America specifically, I only speak to, in, in that 
What are we doing with our family free time? Are we spending time in front of a television? Are we spending time isolated from each other in different parts of sitting on our bed? My wife and I sit on our bed and scroll our phone for about an hour before bed. And that's not, I assume that's not abnormal from what a lot of folks do, where maybe, maybe back in the day, folks were reading newspapers or magazines and it wasn't quite that different, but it's now it's a screen, but but we're not moving as much. And there are exceptions to that rule, of course. There are folks that, you know, still work out and things like that, but what we're eating, what we're consuming, how much more processed is it? How much more have we, we know it's bad for us. I know going to McDonald's or wherever else, not putting you on the spot, Mickey D's. Uh, you got a close place to my heart, both in, there's a lot of McDonald's in here. <laughs> but the fact that, you know, we, we, we know what we're putting into our bodies is bad, but yet we do it still. I mean, yeah. and not just that, but you go to a grocery store. Everything that's not on the outside of the store is processed mostly. So lots of go, lots goes into that, Matt. Well yeah. played. Yeah. And it's in, like we talked about it earlier, keep cycling back, like eating healthy. So like it sucks. It doesn't taste great. And it's super expensive. Like, you know what I mean? I have to, like I, I back in the day I was trying to eat super healthy and this and that. I mean, it was outrageously priced. And then if you want an entire household to eat healthy stuff, like even if you wanted to do this carnivore diet that people want to do, just go out and buy a bunch of steak for the week. Whew. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I know mine is, uh, I'm, it has to be some of the snacks that were out because I don't know how these people were getting the munchies and just, what are they just eating carrots? What the fuck is going on? Because I can't do it. I see rice Krispie treats and I'm like, mm-hmm, that's going down. Uh, there's a pop tart, brown sugar cinnamon or whatever it is. You bet your ass that's going down. Well, here's the thing to that point, not to cut you off, Euban. No, absolutely. It's it's they've got it down to a science. And I don't mean this in a conspiracy way. The, uh, the, 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 the processed food, the things that they put in there, they make us want to, and I'm, I say the things because I don't, I'm not a scientist and I don't know, but I know that they're, they're addictive in that we want more. You see me drinking a fucking two liter of Diet Coke here? This shit is not good for you. It's terrible for you. The more you drink it, the more you're thirsty. The more I drink it, the more I want. It's not water. It's delicious though. I love you, Coke. Please sponsor. But, <laughs> but it's not, it's not good for you. And I know that it's not good for me. Um, I know that, that Pop-Tarts aren't good for me. I know that. But then when you taste a Pop-Tart, what does it do? Bing to your brain. Oh my God, this is delicious. This is great. You may not feel, it's like going to a buffet. You think about going to a buffet. Oh, this is going to be fucking fabulous. Mm -hmm. Do you ever leave a buffet thinking this was the greatest decision of my life? No, you never think that. I probably shouldn't have done this. This was awful. I'm probably going to be full for a while. That's the one box it checks off. The other box is I need to get to a toilet so I can grab on for dear life. (laughs) Absolutely. But, but the point is, is that it's, it's a cycle. It's a, we're hungry for it, so we eat it. We eat it, it gives us the feeling in our brain that it's delicious. The feeling in our brain that's delicious makes us feel good. And it, you know what I mean? So it's just a it's a cycle over and over again of what am I I'm gonna eat terrible things. Eating fucking carrots is awful. It tastes like shit. I don't want to ch- I have to chew and chew and chew and chew. There's no flavor. It's it tastes like water. I don't want to eat that. No. Uh, that's all up here. And if you do want it, you're like, oh, hey, a salad or, you know, a, a carrots or anything. Oh, can I have some ranch? Well, don't do too much because it's bad for you. I want something to make this fucking edible for Christ's sakes, you know? Yep. And, uh, you know, you were touching on it earlier, Brandon, uh, in the fact uh, convenience plays a, a huge role in this. Uh, again, with the snacks and what's available in the fridge, which I guess you could have pre-made meals and stuff. I don't have to pre-make a Pop-Tart. You know what the most extensive work that I have to do for a Pop-Tart? 
open it up. And usually I don't even have to cook it. I'll, yeah, I'll raw dog that motherfucker right out of the package. I give no fucks. But if I'm if I'm feeling a little elegant, if I want to treat myself to a nice little midnight snacks, I'm putting that motherfucker in the toaster. I'm getting some butter out. As soon as that comes out, put a slab of butter on that. Bit. Lock it out. What side do you? What side? Yeah. What side yeah. do you butter? Oh, so I okay. Maybe I'm doing this wrong. I don't do the back. I do the top. I I'm letting that thing melt right on, and I'm I'm eating that brown sugar cinnamon. So and, mm, put it on the back because it soaks mm-hmm. into the pastry. Mm-hmm. That's, the only, that's the only reason I'd say. Okay, okay. It soaks yeah. into the pastry, and I thought I was like, "This is gross. It's gonna be gross." And it's delicious. But to your point, though, I don't even fucking separate them. I eat them double. I open it up and double it out. I mean, it's straight out of the fucking package. Well, I was just someone... thinking. Uh, I want to get this out of my brain real quick. I mean, you're the <laughs> you're the food daddy, and you have the judge. I think you need to add a science character to your to your creations, where mm-hmm. you you have a little bit of fun as this crazy science, the food scientist. And you can oh have some fun God. with. I think that's a good thing for the Brandon J. McDermott brand. I've got a wig upstairs. That's a, a horseshoe wig. You've seen yes. me in it. It's a long, <laughs> yes. long white hair. The ho- yes, dude. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm all about. And it, it, it wouldn't be hard to look up like a, a a thirty second fact about some kind of food or something. And it's an educational slash fun scientist, Brandon. I'm, I'm a precious. Matt, you beautiful bastard. Yeah, that's the first time. Um, <laughs> while, we're, while we're doing the scientific and the food stuff, I I, I wanted to tell Brand, uh, well, the Brandons, but definitely uh, you brought up 70s. And they're like, what are they eating, carrots and shit? I Googled from seasonalcravings.com the 10 most popular snacks from the 70s that you might that you might have forgotten about. And if you look at the picture of the 70s, most of them are still here. I'm telling you. Uh, one. Jello pudding pops apparently was one of the biggest ones. Um, apparently they they did go away or whatever, but uh, Jello pudding pops was big. Carna- uh, Carnation breakfast bars, breakfast bars still a thing. Danish go rounds, which I didn't know about these, but it's a famous snack from the seventies. They're a fruit filled pastry that have a spiral shape. Um, they come in different flavors: strawberry, cinnamon. They're kind of like pop tarts, but better. Kellogg's was the company behind it, and Danish go rounds. Um, but they, uh, apparently they broke too quickly. So they were replaced by Danish rings in 76, but they were not as popular. So they were discontinued in the eighties. I, I, I honestly, I think to that point too, it's not that we're not eating the foods that we ate. I think there are so many contributing factors. There's not just so you understand what I mean by that. There's not one thing, um, um, lack of exercise, um, our, our, our diets have changed in that we're not eating family dinners like we once were. So we're turning to these processed foods on a quick go. We're not working in factories like we were or in fields like we were. There are still folks who do those things. Mm -hmm. But most of our jobs have been refined to where we can sit, we can stay, we can stay stationary. We are not moving. Um, And my my whole entire career has been on that, as you can see. Um, (laughs) Being a journalist, being a writer, sitting in front of a computer. Sure, I'm in the field every now and then. But, you know, so... There's so many different things that that contribute to this, and I think the biggest thing that has kind of exponentially moved us in that direction are the fact that I'm looking at a screen, but when I'm done looking at my screen, I'm going to go look at my other screen. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, And then when I'm done looking at that screen, I'm going to check my other screen to see what time it is, and then I'm going to, you know. So there's just so many, there's so many things that are catching our attention and that we're not moving now. We're saying stay more stationary. I mean, every time I look at my smartwatch, I'm just like, dude, I'm Inspector Gadget. I fucking love this. I never thought I'd have this in my entire life as a kid. Now I can afford and wear a smartwatch. Like, hell yeah. Dude, I go shopping and it's the greatest experience now. I put my fucking AirPods in, AirPods in, and I'm walking 
And all I have to say is Siri skip. Because I'm listening to a playlist of like fucking. I'm like going into battle. Get out of the way, Marjorie. Like I don't have to talk to people or listen to people anymore. And that's awful. Like if you think about it, like that's awful. Like I get to the I get to the line. I don't even take my ear pods out. I don't even mute. I and I, I went I went to okay, so give you a quick story. It was yeah. the day before Thanksgiving. Fucking awful. It was so packed. I had to park in the very last spot on the parking lot all the way at the end after driving for 60 seconds in circles until somebody left. Like, that's how packed it was. Wow. Get inside. People were just, like, being rude and stuff. And I just had my AirPods in, so I was okay. I was going to get that. I get to the front of the line and um, ring my stuff up. And I know what this guy is going to say. Don't even need to stop my music. He says, do you have a rewards card? I have a phone number. And so then I read the number off and I look at his lips and I, and he says like repeats my last four digits. And I say, yes, that's correct. And then, um, you know, do you need help out? No, I don't need any help. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. You know, like, I don't even need to stop talking. Like I can tell he's kind of frustrated and mad that I haven't even like stopped my music. He probably can hear it because I've got it blasting, <laughs> but I don't want to, I, I th- I'm, I'm, I've got anxiety. So like I, I can be in my, my, my mode and my, my place without having to, be filled with anyway i know that was it's a funny topic. he's going in, in his mind he's saying the number and it's all calm but in reality if you were to take the headphones out he's like it's one two three and super loud <laughs> eight <laughs> seven four three <laughs> merry christmas thanks todd <laughs> have no, a good uh, day <laughs> not to uh to hijack this conversation and go back to pop tarts here but i was like you know what there's there's one thing that i like to do like i was like is there any pop tart hacks because they're talking about the butter and everything else uh one thing that uh somebody mentioned to me on tiktok a few years ago was uh putting them in the freezer and just you would be able to break them off and just the way that it melts in your mouth and the way they eat it they go it is awesome in the freezer and i was like oh that sounds good they said put it in your ice cream and i was like oh delicious delicious so then I go on, and I was like, "Let me see some Pop Tart hacks." And I'm, you know, I'm rarely on Reddit. Uh, I probably should be on oh, more, but no, it's good. Uh, yeah. And it says, "Does anyone have Pop Tart hacks?" And you know, uh, gullible me, uh, you know, this guy goes, "Hey, if you put it in the microwave for thirty seconds, and you cut off one of the edges, and you blow it up with your mouth like a balloon, and you fill it with whipped cream," I'm like, "God, damn, my <clears> mouth <throat> is watering." I'm like, "This sounds amazing." And then he goes, it makes the perfect fake vagina. <laughs> and I was like, you had me the first half, you son of a bitch, but I'm still going to try the second half. God damn. Like, <laughs> so, so what's your uh, my question? Go ahead, Gibby. No, I was, well, that was the reason. So if you saw me like hyperventilating earlier, I'm, I apologize. That caught me completely off guard, but also I'm going to try it. What's your favorite fat boy sandwich? Like your go-to that I shouldn't be eating this. Nobody's ever done this. Does It can be sweeter, savory. If I told anybody about this, they would definitely be like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. So, okay. So I guess, so if I'm going for an actual like sandwich sandwich, it's probably just like a genuine club and I'm putting chips on it and stuff. But if I'm going fat, just, oh, I'm going to die after this probably. It's that, it's a cheeseburger and it's, so I'm, it's considered a sandwich. It has two grilled cheese sandwiches as the buns with bacon in it. So it's, it's a grilled cheese sandwich, thick one with Texas toast, bacon. Then it's two cheeseburgers with bacon and cheese in it. What kind of another cheese? Another grilled cheese sandwich. Swiss, um, American Swiss. It's that. It's that's the place. Yeah, the American <laughs> Swiss. Place. But this this fucking bird. It is just. If I'm ever just feeling like, hey, what can I eat today to gain ten pounds? I'm like, oh, I'm getting that burger. That burger. I need it. 
and there's so much grease where you're like, I'm going to break out in pimples. Like I'm going to get, I'm going to get shit. Cause it is just, it's, it's like eating wet pussy gentlemen. That sandwich is mm. delicious. <laughs> what are you doing down there? Nothing. Scooping out tallow and <laughs> just, just eating this sandwich. <laughs> what, what about you, Matt? I don't, I don't really have one. My stomach doesn't allow me to eat shit like that. I wish I did. Um, I guess the worst and it's not really like a fat boy thing, but it's not needed, I guess, is I love fried peanut butter and jellies. Instead of just having oh. a peanut butter and jelly, you know, obviously put the mayonnaise or butter, whatever is your go-to, and, mm-hmm. and kind of cook it up like a grilled cheese, but with peanut butter and jelly. Like so, I said, it's not needed, but... So my when we were poor, my mother uh, made Indian fried bread, which was, of course, not Indian fried bread. It was literally like, we're too poor for eggs, so it's flour and water, with bread in it, and you're making French toast out of that is basically mm-hmm. what it was. Maybe some cinnamon. And we didn't even have syrup, so we used peanut butter and, and, and jelly. And so, like, peanut butter and jelly French toast is great now. But for a sandwich, for me, fat boy sandwich, white bread, peanut butter, chocolate chips, little Hershey syrup, and a fucking slather of white frosting. Oh. Or like cream cheese frosting, even like peanut butter and cream cheese frosting together on a sandwich is delicious. That is as fat boy as it gets, my dude. You're eating frosting on a sandwich, my guy. You're gonna uh, die. I thought you were gonna do a callback to the real bananas, and I'm like, how that you? If you're putting fruit on something, no, even if it's not healthy, you're, that's not fat boy. I'm, I'm, I was gonna rebut. I was gonna be. I was gonna argue, but no banana. The chocolate chips. I know you're like, why would I want to eat chunky chocolate? It adds a texture to it because you're crunching now. Mm-hmm. You have a smoothie peanut have butter. The chunky. It's. It's. I'm telling you. Next time you get a chance, don't worry about the Hershey syrup, but use chocolate chips, peanut butter, and and any kind of frosting on a sandwich. It's that's delightful. what you tell them. You go, hey, this is proof that chips make any sandwich better, including chocolate chips. We're gonna allow mm-hmm. it. We allow it. chips go on sandwiches. And uh, I guess there's one other weird sandwich that I get uh, from Sonic. Uh, I'm not an egg person. I hate egg. Uh, so if there's a breakfast sandwich, like, hey, do you want bacon and egg or sausage and egg? I go, hey, can I remove that egg and get a sausage and bacon and cheese sandwich? And they're like, and I'm like, no. think about it. It's a breakfast bacon cheeseburger, essentially, is what this is. And I was like, this is what I want on Texas toast. It's so fucking good. I can feel the meat sweats before I even get halfway done with this. But I'm like, mm, fuck that egg. <laughs> I don't need the <laughs> egg. And, and, and if you think about it, if you were able to, you know, formulate egg into like a scramble and cut a little slit, you could literally fuck the egg. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, there's so many. I didn't even go down to the third option on Reddit to see if there was potentially any other way to fuck this Pop-Tart. But uh, if there there is, has I'll to be. You know. <laughs> there's always another one. I, I guess, too, and the sandwiches, because you were saying French toast and stuff, the Monte Cristo. I haven't had one in a while, but isn't that French toast as the bread? With all the meats and the mustards and everything, isn't that what they're called? A Monte Cristo? Have you guys? A Monte Cristo is literally just a—it's a sandwich, but they like they deep fry it, and then they put powdered sugar on it. So it's 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 battered. Yes, it's battered and deep yeah. fried. I don't know if it's necessarily French toast, but okay. Yeah, I thought I thought up here. Yeah, it's the it's an egg dipped or battered ham and cheese yeah. sandwich. So I, uh, kind of like I guess like a French toast. Oh, but yeah, those are delightful. Those are fantastic yes. as well. I... Maybe the ones here, again, textured thing, it's too sweet. I tried it, and it was just like, oh, hey, here's this hot ham and cheese with a lot of sugar and powdered sugar and just. What about the opposite side of that coin, Yubin? What about a uh, a cheese Frenchie? Cheese for elaborate. It's a grilled cheese sandwich, grilled cheese sandwich, egg battered, um, either like a, a, a 
not cornmeal, but uh, like a cornflake batter on top of that, and then deep fried. And sometimes people put a little mayonnaise in the in the sandwich, so you're getting cheese and mayo in a in a grilled cheese deep fried grilled cheese sandwich. Is that a Nebraska thing? Yeah, I don't know if it's just Nebraska, but yes, uh, cheese well, Frenchie. I typed in I typed in cheese Frenchie, and it says Nebraska's deep fried grilled cheese sandwich. How to make a grilled cheese uh, cheese Frenchie Nebraska, and it, it just was linking everything to Omaha and Lincoln. Oh shit! Well, yeah, you guys suppose so. Uh, Rich crackers, somebody used instead of uh, uh, Rich crackers, like crumbled up as the as the thing to dip it in. I know what I'm making. Oh my god! I oh, it's delicious. Seen this before? It's I've delicious. Not, I haven't seen it as well, and that's going to stay up on that Google tab. Oh, god, I'm hungry and hard. This is... <laughs> it's so good. It's, how can you have a bad grilled cheese sandwich? You know, I am a sucker. I do Doritos, like I want to do like a like a crunch of just like Doritos or something. You know, like oh mm-hmm. fuck, the possibilities are red or ranch Doritos. I, so I was I'm I like the barbecue ones. Have you ever had the barbecue Doritos? Top no. tier. Uh, my favorite Dorito, the green salsa verde. Oh, a spicy cheese, bro. Ooh. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna send you guys so many pictures of all of the just the fat foods that I'm gonna be eating this today. They're like, hey, do you still have your feet? You know, that's what you guys are gonna ask me tomorrow. I'm like, nope, not at all. Um, that ice. I think I have all the ingredients to make your dessert sandwich, Brandon. And you bet your ass I'm trying that today. I think I have to. Oh, dude. It's the only Send thing a I picture. Listen. Oh, absolutely. Doesn't even matter what. I usually, so you could use chocolate frosting, but I always go with the white or the cream cheese frosting. Um, See, I don't like a lot of chocolate, so I'm thinking, and I'm wondering too, like you were talking about the texture of the, the chips. I'm almost wondering, I think I have the Reese's peanut butter chips. Oh, <laughs> oh. so hungry. So hungry. <laughs> the first time my wife saw me eat that, she was like, what are you doing? I was like, woman, just take a bite. I'm not eating that. Took a bite. And she was like, can I have another bite? Like, yeah, you better Can you, can you make me one? That's what you don't know good. is uh, when you're at work, she has one probably once a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's calling that's it the, the what, what? So is that a thing or is that a your creation? Because if you created it, you got to have a name for it, right? Did I miss the name? Me? Oh, I've never even named it. I suppose we should. I probably should do a video on it. I think you should, you know, and then eventually that's going to, but, but jot these down because when you have two different cookbooks, the fat, the fat, uh, daddy judge or the, you know what I mean? You, you got that cookbook, then you're going to have your scientific recipe cookbook. So, Matt, I need to talk to you. If I were to want to do a cookbook, could you send me in the right direction on like illustration, who to, who to, who to use? And kind of, we can do it on Amazon. So that's not a problem, but yeah. Yeah. Amazon. And like I said, and some people, oh, Amazon. And I talked with Reed the other day, uh, Reed the Llama King, um, who, who put out a book and he did the whole self publish and everything. And he has a lot of books that are chilling in his garage to the point he can't get there. And we did bring it up because any of the books that I did went right through Amazon publishing. It's like, why wouldn't you? It's print on demand. They take their cut. You have to not have a publishing company. The only downfall is you don't get the added benefits of having a company help market it, help you know publish it, help edit it, all that stuff. But if you're doing a cookbook, and I when you have it. and when you have your own brand, I mean, mm-hmm. like you don't need a company. You know, you just you throw it out into the ethos and hope something good happens. Yep, and and I'm actually talking that. with somebody too because I'm in the process of a third book, so I'm I'm, I'm going through another illustration thing. So yeah, definitely. Um, and the beauty of a cookbook is, though, you don't need as much illustration because it's going to be actual pictures of the food. So we can lay it out. You know what I mean? Like you don't need 
you know, cartoon versions, essentially of it, we can help lay it out of, you know, you take the picture, we do the writing, we have the format. And when you do the book on Amazon, they have the software, you lay it out and what you put in it is how it's printed. You just pick a size, you lay it out. Boom. Love it. Yeah, we're gonna look at million dollar ideas. So many. And I'm just looking at recipes. Man. He's looking at pictures of sandwiches. I am. Yes, I am. You guys just I haven't guilty. seen you this happy in weeks. Oh my God. You guys have just made my day. I, I went back to the Pop Tart thing as well. And it seems like it's a <laughs> genuine consensus of the brown cinnamon sugar or brown sugar ones are the top tier Pop Tart would to go with ice cream. Uh, any ice cream is what I'm seeing on here. So uh, interesting. Now, there was also one that said, uh, Toast two brown sugar uh, Pop-Tarts, remove, eat away the unfrosted edges, carefully peel off and remove slash eat the unfrosted backs. Put the two remaining halves together with filling in the center. Now consume those tasty bastards while rubbing nipples for maximum pleasure. (laughs) Did you know that Carl's Jr. actually sold a um, Pop-Tart ice cream sandwich uh, at one point? No, but also we call them Hardee's around here. Same, 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 same thing. But uh, they had the Fruit Loop donuts. Oh uh, yeah, I've Fucking heard of those. Exquisite. Fuck yeah. Exquisite. Problem with me is, and and you, you and you can relate. If I eat a donut, I have less than five minutes from the time I take the first bite before something starts to. I don't know. I know donuts the way they're made and all that. I'm, I'm assuming that any donut from any place I've tried local restaurants i've tried fast food i've tried you know the tim Hort, any of them goddamn donuts they're just on my no fly zone every time i take a bite i got five minutes before it is intense diarrhea and it sucks because donuts are fantastic i don't i don't think i have that issue with donuts but then again though i don't think i'm ever stopping at just a donut so maybe i'm thinking it's the Mm. 13 other things that i probably digested within that hour so it's it's hard telling there's a lot of pop tart breakfast sandwiches and stuff like that uh you got the pop tart breakfast sandwich um like i just looked real quick apparently there's disneyfoodblog.com which i have to imagine somebody stole oh brandon you gotta you gotta go you're laughing hard go i just wanted to say something i know i know we got a little bit of time left i wanted to say something that happened last night before we get going i had the worst uh movement i've ever had in my life and my wife comes into the bathroom and she's like oh my god (laughs) It smells like you shit vomit. <laughs> I've never been more proud in my life. <laughs> that That's a is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I go, is it sweet smelling? She goes, it smells like you shit vomit. <laughs> now, what what did you eat? To, yeah. uh, okay, um, a bologna sandwich, <laughs> some um, spicy ramen noodles, some jalapeno popper potato salad. Oh, 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 oh yes. Um, and then some of my chipped beef cream cheese onion dip that I make. That would make a shit that smells like a vomit. I I would have to agree. I, and know what the as soon as you said it, I can almost smell <laughs> that smell. Not only maybe it hasn't it. came from me. But I worked maintenance for a very long time and had to clean so many shitters um, in, in the male and female. Yeah, that's right, people. We still had separate bathrooms when, when I was cleaning them. And uh, they were they were they were terrible. I, I, I can. I, we had a funny conversation. We went to um, an, an Italian like a true kind of Italian pizza place. Uh, one of my favorite pizza places around about 40 minutes away on the way home from basketball got uh it was an extra large pizza 
20 wings. And of course it's me and all the girls and we crushed it. There was not a chicken wing. There was not there. They had this sauce that they've created the Raven sauce. It's like a sweet and spicy sauce. Most of the girls don't eat chicken wings, but all of a sudden they said, oh, I want to eat some chicken wings. A little bit spicy. The medium had a little bit of zing to it. And so did this sauce. And, uh, the middle, the middle child was like pounding water, not a chicken wing, not a spicy eater. I'm like you good. My lips are burning. So I was telling you, but I played the old, Hey, your lips are burning. Let's stop and just get ice cream. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, ice cream. But I was explaining on the ride home. I'm like, listen, you think, it, you think it goes down spicy? Wait till it comes out, comes out. <laughs> and, and, I, and I didn't want to scare. Him. I was like, just kidding. And I'm like, I can't wait for the follow up. Hey, you pooped today yet? Did it burn a little bit? <laughs> Because I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how. This is another one for the Brandon Science thing. I don't. I, I feel like it comes out spicier than it goes in. So I, I want maybe that can be a topic too. Why does it come out hotter than when it when it goes in and out? I mean, they say it's the same muscles, right? I think your kind butthole of? lips are just a little bit more sensitive. Mine are for sure. I don't know about yours. <laughs> maybe those bussy lips are a little too sensitive. Oh, those little bussy lips, huh? <laughs> you got a chat bussy there boy a little chapstick on there i thought my thought my uncle was in the chat there for a second my gosh uh, <laughs> yeah so you were talking about ordering the pizza and just absolutely smashing it so mm-hmm. quickly i guess i'll ask you guys so whenever you're ordering pizza are you like me and getting one extra pizza because you know that's lunch tomorrow i'm not cooking lunch tomorrow if we're ordering pizza it's dinner tonight and breakfast and lunch tomorrow do you guys do I don't because thing? typically nine out of ten times we get pizza. We I make the pizzas. I love making pizza. Like I probably sh- it, it's kind of one of those things. Like they say, do what you love, and you don't work a day in your life. But also, in my opinion, if you do what you love, then you don't love it anymore because you do it every goddamn day. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like people that play video games professionally can't imagine they love it that much, but they uh, um, love making pizza. So we we make a lot of homemade pizzas, but I'll make two doughs. Tons of different pizzas, so there is leftover. Leftover pizza is one of the greatest things ever. And and, and I think Brandon McDermott almost started his day with some leftover pizza or freshly cooked pizza. Pizza in the morning just hits different. It was leftover frozen pizza that was cold from the refrigerator. Oh, oh yes. That's what my, uh, my kids always get mad because I'm always like, hey, you guys want a slice of pizza? And I'll just put it on a plate. Or me, I'm... I'm old school. I get a piece of like a, a paper towel. I'm like, there you go. I'm not doing dishes. I'm not even wasting paper plates. Yeah, I mm-hmm. a paper towel. Eat off that. And they're like, you're not even going to put it in the microwave? Why would I do that? It's cold pizza. It's good. And they're like, you're fucking weird, dad. Like, no. We, we little hot sauce. Warmed up. Yeah, see, little hot sauce on there, cold pizza. Mm. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Kids yep. get, definitely get their uh, worst traits from their mother. 100%. Absolutely. Yep. but uh all right looked at the clock quickest hour of the day probably except for when um when i decide to lose a whole bunch of money on football but either way can't thank you guys enough thanks for everybody listening uh i did see at one point i wanted to throw this out there blur if you're listening i did see you were in the studio we got a late start so i didn't want to start it off with there by the time i was going to announce it and let you in it, it does appear that you were gone i did see you back there so uh, I'm going to try to push. I didn't push anything for the the viewer stuff. I have three to five people that say they're going to do it. So I'm going to get after them next week. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to get some people to call in. 
ask a question, have a little bit of some fun with it. And if you're listening to this and you'd love to come in, I don't even care if you're a business and you just want to promote your stuff. That's fine with me. We'll give you 30, 60 seconds, whatever it is. We're going to have some fun with it. And uh, like I said, come in, ask us some weird advice. Maybe there's some stuff going on in your life and you're not really sure what to do. It's the holiday time. We will give you the best, worst advice that we can come up with as three dudes that have we, 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 we've all seen some shit. We've lived different but somewhat similar lives, and we can probably, as a group, come up with a pretty cool suggestion or whatever. So let's, uh, let's get somebody to come in, ask for some, some advice on a weird or normal or tough situation. We got you. But either way, see you next week. Check out Triple T. Check out these guys. You've been whacking off on the social medias. Brandon J. McDermott on the social medias. Can't thank you guys enough. Uh, I don't know if you guys got anything else. Yeah, my name not, might not be you've been whacking up, but I've also. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, love you, boys. Yeah, I love you too, brother. Love you too. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Hell yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's. Yeah, yeah. for us, we're going to have a good weekend and a good week. And you guys, uh, he didn't do it. I saw it. I would have if I was an XGN <laughs> camera. But, oh, dang uh, it. I always go the wrong way. Are we, how are we doing this? So hold on, Matt. You're going to. You're you the ruined the moment. The you ruined it. The moment you're is gone. It's over. It's Damn over. It. And so is this episode. We'll see you guys. Oh, shout out to Lux Edition Network. Better late than never. Maybe we'll put this at the beginning. Maybe we'll just. There's new podcast of the month. I don't know why Brandon trying to give Brandon a kiss triggered this, but either way, it's the December podcast of the Deluxe Edition Network, the Deluxe Edition podcast with Casey and Ray. Shout out to them in the Steve and Crypto Show. Make sure you guys check them out. DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. That's all we got. That's the show. All right, let's go eat some food. Yes. All right. Later. In the realm of beard loss, a trio strong and true. You've been Brandon and beard loss with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beard loss, the sage of facial grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, a culinary dream. Beard Loss, the patriarch, his beard a regal crown, a symbol of authority in every bustling town. His wisdom, like bristles, sharp and well-defined, guiding all the bearded with every law outlined. You've been whacking off with laughter in his stride, weed in his hand, and jokes worldwide. A mirthful spirit lighting up the room in the haze of humor, dispelling any gloom. Beard Loss, the sage of facial grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, the culinary dream. Together they unite a trio strong and bold, and beard laws and laughter and stories to be told. In the culinary realm that conquer every quest, a podcast that unlanes all the very best. Brandon D. McDermott, food daddy at the helm, master in the culinary every flavor realm. From spices to techniques of foodies delight, guiding our taste buds day and night. Beardlaw's the sage of facial grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, the culinary dream. So gather round, well listeners keen, to the Beard Laws podcast, a vibrant scene, with Beard Laws and culinary flair, a journey of knowledge beyond compare. Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know.